guys welcome to this brand new episode of the bomb pod thank you for listening i appreciate all the love on these prior episodes please subscribe please rate it five stars that's what i need to move up this algorithm we need this money so i have a brand new guest today pretty excited to have him here squeeze some time in his day for us i'll let him introduce himself how's it going guys uh it's george from daily mia over there in uh, alapata west winwood oh however <laughs> you want whatever city you want whatever it's with. morphing to yeah i mean you know they want to make it sound nice so it's west winwood mm-hmm. but uh it's alapata to us over there that's true so i've been dying to ask because i'm such a noob but in this quarantine razzing has become a thing i am so washed how did this start again how is this profitable again and like explain it to somebody like me who all of a sudden just sees this happen on the internet and just has no idea why (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's crazy because raffles were around even back in 2013 14 when me and scroll first started Mm -hmm. and uh and we were like damn so Who's this guy? Sneaker Turtles. That was his name. I mm. think his Instagram is still Sneaker Turtles. I'm not sure. This was fucking seven years ago. This guy would just buy 10, 15 pairs from us at a time. We're like, who is this? Obviously, sales were different back then. You would notice everyone that's ordering from yeah. you. So you wanted to know. You looked them up, and you and then we see that this dude does raffles. We're like, okay, so he's paying us pretty much market. So let's say a shoe goes for 400 bucks, and then he's doing a 10-slot raffle. Mm-hmm for $55 a slot. Yeah. Obviously, it's not rocket science. That's 550 bucks. So at that point we're like, wait a second, but that shoe is 400 bucks all day. But then it's like you just won the shoe for 55 bucks if you bought one slot. Mm-hmm. Or Timmy might have won it if he bought five slots. However you you want to get into it, there's mm-hmm. some people that go, "Give me five slots. I got 50% of the chances." Mhm. And then they're paying instead of five fifty, they're paying two seventy five or whatever the, the math is. Uh, but now, it kind of came back ar- around with the uh, now like the little sneaker pages and like if you're a reseller on your own and you have a reseller page, you can reach out to your audience by doing a sneaker raffle or a raffle for a fucking computer or a Louis Vuitton bag. Mm. And people realize, like, okay, if, if you're a gambler, you're a gambler. You're yeah. going to throw in 30, 40, 50 bucks up your chances by buying more slots. And um, and then, yeah, like, in 2020, fast forward to 2020, once corona happened and everything, I noticed personally that a lot more people started doing raffles and razzes because you can go into a store like Daily, mm-hmm. buy 10 pairs of shoes at full resale price, and still resale, Re- resale, resale yeah. meaning oh, daily has a shoe for six hundred. I'm gonna go in there buy it, and I'll I'll run a raz, quote unquote, mm-hmm. aka raffle, on my page for seven hundred dollars. So if the shoe's six hundred bucks. He's only making a hundred after shipping, maybe eighty bucks or whatever. But that raz will get filled in ten, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes. Some pages, some pages do it in five minutes. Some pages do it in five days. So it just depends. But when that raffle gets filled. You sold the shoe at a price you wouldn't regularly sell it for. Mm. So once people caught the drift of that, you know, everyone's, oh, that's working for him. I'm going to do it too. Mm-hmm. Then th- that's how now in 2020 you got sports cards. People have been doing it for years with sports cards. But now the attention is brought on to sports cards now more than ever since everyone's at home. How come? Like I noticed that one also abruptly 
And as soon as it hit StockX and some of my other, like, like that sneaker satellite of friends you have, I'm just like, dude, why are all my sneaker hustler friends now buying trading cards? It's because resellers are resellers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they're selling computers, couches, beds. They'll go to Walmart, buy swimming pools, dumbbells, whatever selling, they're going to go and buy it. So now they see sports cards they're selling. When I saw it or, or heard about sports cards, it was in the beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, people are actually still paying for sports cards. Fast forward another month. I'm like, okay, now this person's selling sports cards. Fast mm-hmm. forward another month. Then I see uh, the owner of Soul Supremacy, which is a big uh, reseller, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. To me, it's, it's a store like daily. You know, they resell. I don't think they do consignment, but their thing is mainly eBay. Mm-hmm. So they put up a shitload of eBay auctions. They let them run for 99 cents. Once I saw the owner of Soul Supremacy selling sports cards, I was like, okay, I'm going to throw you know a few thousand dollars into sports cards mm-hmm. and see how it goes. How was that investment done? Is it, is it, was there a method at that point? It was like a wild, wild west though. You just wanted to get. I just wanted to buy it yeah. because I believed that other people were going to do what I did, which mm-hmm. was, oh shit, this person is doing it. Let me get into it. So whether or not it was a bubble or something that was just going to pop at one point, you could still get into it low. And even if a card that was once a 1000 is now only 500 what the fuck does it matter if you pay $200 for it? Mm-hmm. That's the way I, was, I looked at it. So the, once I saw certain people getting into it, I was like, okay, let me just dive into this, whatever, see how it goes. And I guess because everyone's stuck at home, more and more people, every, every week, every month, I would see someone that I knew getting into sports cars or like starting to resell them or hit me up to ask me questions Mm -hmm. and it's like yo i'm still learning i'm just following whatever other people are doing because i see there's a lot of money into it not just a couple bucks here and there it's it's a weird bubble because i i used to be in a card collection club in elementary school uh it was baseball card club but like i got a kind of got me into sports cards okay at one point i had a very rare uh barry sanders card that was like my, my dream always to have like a very rare expensive one he's my favorite football player yeah but this is so long ago so for me to see this again i'm just like everything is so now techie why would again people want physical you know aluminum metal you know branded card stuff like exactly. it just escaped me um what what uh i guess what goes for sale? Like, what is? How does this business come in? Like, is it like like opening like trading cards, like regular style, like tops or something like that? Yeah. Um, from what I've seen, it's pretty much the same like five or six brands that people go after. Mm-hmm. But now, because there's a lot of rookies and people like myself that we don't really know that much about sports cards, they'll see a new series of cards comes out, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go and rush and buy this." It's like I don't. I I just wait. And if I do miss it, the first wave or whatever, mm-hmm. if it's something that's going to continue selling, it doesn't matter if you miss that first wave, you could still get in. But uh, for the most part, I just stick to those brands. It's uh, Panini Prism. Most of them are made by this one company called Panini. And what's crazy... Really, Panini? Yeah, it's called Panini America. <laughs> and what's crazy about it is that uh, imagine if like, all right, these these dunks were coming out, right? And Nike mm-hmm. was to say, well, we know all you guys are going to sell them anyways, so they're $350. They're not a 160 retail or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> so here you go. You go to Foot Locker. Or you, well, these didn't come out in Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. So you go to, let's say, 
your boutique. I don't know, BBC or fucking unknown or something, shoe gallery. And then the guy there is telling you, yeah, these are 350. And you're just like, what? They're 160. Like, nah, they're, they're, they're 350 if you want them. And now Nike is accepting it. They're allowing it, which Nike in this scenario is Panini. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck. So, oh, like, if like you that. own a card shop and you've had it for years, new age Tony Montana. Because oh you're paying. God. Now it got to the point where, like, you're paying resale, but it doesn't matter because the masses are coming to you to pay whatever price that's the terrible. consensus comes up with. So that's one thing that I've realized that, like, most people just copy the same price off of these two main websites. Mm-hmm. David and Adams, I believe it's called, dacardworld.com, and then you have Blowout Cards. So those two companies, they're the ones that like I see setting the price. So a new box will come out. Retail could be 100 bucks. Nah, it's 700 And because there are breakers, which these people mm-hmm. take all that inventory... And then they rip it on Instagram Live for mm-hmm. other people that want to buy stuff without waiting for it in the mail. So you could buy a pack of cards, mm-hmm. have ripping <clears throat> daily, let's say, open it for you on live stream. You're in the room, and now you're watching that person see what you got in your pack that you paid for. So if you if you know there's one, two, the third card is mm-hmm. like a Zion or something crazy, mm-hmm. a $400 card. The person ripping it goes crazy. Everyone in the in the chat is like, "Oh my god, that's a banger car!" Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, there's so much money. And then it, other people that are watching that are like, "Damn, that could have been my pack." So then now they want packs the next day, <clears throat> and then it's just a avalanche effect afterwards. Is it is it as easy to obtain packs as I remember when I was younger, or this is a new way? Did Hypebeast ruin getting cards? Like you can't just like go to a local place and get cards like nah, you used to. I'm, I mean. I started buying cards in like middle of May, mm-hmm. right, of this year, so not too long ago. And even then, if I went to a Target or a Walmart or anywhere to look for cards for retail, more, more than likely they weren't sitting there because someone that's been into cards for years, they oh, already know. They've been sweeping these stores. I'm going to buy the these schedules. cards, hold them for a few months. Mm-hmm. They're going to go up in price. Or if not, a breaker which let's say ripping daily mm-hmm. to them, they don't care if they're paying retail, resale, because at the end of the day, you're going to th- throw on your few bucks there. And if you break down a whole box in, in one session, you could make $5 a pack, but there could be 30 packs in that one box. Is there a loss of money ever when, when buying a pack? I would say so, yeah. Because you, you, we, we've sold hundreds, maybe thousands of packs already, right? So let's say one pack... We'll have four cards in it. You could get four shitty cards, and that pack could cost you fifty bucks. It could cost you eighty bucks. It could cost you two hundred bucks. It depends on what? what you're going after. All right. So, how many cards come in these these packages? You Bro, said- there's packs out there that there's. It's a pack, quote unquote, but it'll it's just a box with like three cards in it. <laughs> like, and it'll be like three <laughs> autograph cards. Okay. But you can get. Imagine you get a J.J. Barrera, mm-hmm. a fucking Mario Chalmers, and 
Greg Monroe. Like, okay, yeah, those are autographs, but who the fuck cares about those three yeah, guys? The profiles are not going up. Right you now. get me? Or you could get three autographs that are fucking LeBron, Kobe, and Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. So you get me? There's, it's all a gamble at the yeah, end of the of day. Course. I mean, I guess like with like Pokemon cards, at least they would give you like eleven or twelve of these shits. You're talking yeah. about like fifty bucks. The odds of four cards. You could get Damn. that one card. That one card that's just like. 30 bucks and you paid 30 for the pack so that person that gambler is like okay yeah we're good rip another one <laughs> boom three thousand dollar card you've seen that What's i've the... seen it on instagram lives yeah. i've never seen it in person mm-hmm. like I, i've never ripped a pack and the most expensive card i've gotten was a autograph zion williamson it goes at the time it was like a 700 dollar card now it's like 900 or something like that Damn. and that's just the, the card bear Mm-hmm. You can get it graded, and then if you get a 10, chances are that card will sell for two grand, three grand. It just depends. But you can also be the only person with that as a 10 graded because the set just came out and not many mm-hmm. people have sent that <clears throat> card in. So now you could kind of like, okay, I'm going to toss this card up for 4K. Just fuck up the market. And not even fucking it up. It's just, I feel like. Someone that really wants that card, that doesn't want to rip packs, that doesn't want to send it to get graded, that doesn't want to waste time, it's just like, bro, I'll give you three grand. And then you're like, ah, I'll take it. I've denied, I've denied $3,000 offers for a card of mine, graded, that I like, I believe I can get five grand. How do you deal with the shipping of this shit? Like it's just, just ship it in a fucking padded envelope. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, yo, it's crazy, man. I pulled up to U- USPS looking like a madman. Like, yo, you don't understand. I need this package. They're like, yeah, it's not here. I'm like, it, tracking says it's here. It's a thousand dollar item in this package. Then they bring me the package. They see it small. They're like, what is in there? Like, oh, it's a sports card. Really? You spent that much on a sports card? Like, no, but it, it kind of goes for that now. It just has taken so long to get to me in the mail. Mm-hmm. Corona's fucking everything up. Yeah. I've bought cards, 100, 200 bucks, that double by the time I get it in the mail. And that's like without me grading it. What's the process of grading specifically? Uh, well, now it's kind of, it's been the same. It's just the, the waiting time. Because as you know, when something pops off and everyone migrates towards it, mm-hmm. Now you're going to have to wait to get your cards graded. So, excuse me. So, uh, when I first sent in a few cards to get graded, I sent it with Skrill. Mm -hmm. He was sending like one or two cards in, and I was like, yo, I got like a few cards I'll send in with you. We paid, I think, like $70 a card or something like that because we wanted it back in like three days' time. Mm -hmm. Cards got back to us uh, maybe in like four days or so because of the weekend or whatnot. Got the cards done fast. I was building another like set of cards to send in. Mm-hmm. Within that week, the grading company doubled or tripled, their quadrupled <laughs> their fucking prices. Now a two-day fee is like $125 per card. So imagine if you have, like me, you got three, 400 cards yeah. waiting to get graded. It's like, nah, I'm not, that's not happening. That's just way too much money to sit there and put into a card. But I know people that they tell me, like, yo, you need to send all those cards in at once. That way, when you get them back, you're just selling, 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 mm. selling. And I'm like, ah. So 
So I I, I fit the, the bullet. You're used to for shoes. I'm nah, guessing, right? hell no. With shoes, bro, you buy a shoe, you put it up for sale. It sells. There's no grading a shoe or getting someone to tell you, oh, this is the perfect pair. There's no defects. There's no mm-hmm. this. There's, you get me that the grading shit is is I feel like that's for the ultimate collector. Because there's people out there like me that I don't give a fuck about the cards. I just want to make a few bucks off the card. Mm-hmm. Then you I, got those that like, they love cards. Oh my God, I need it graded. Is this like an older crowd or like the same sneaker boys that we're used to? Resellers gravitate towards whatever is reselling, mm-hmm. especially in today's age. So, yeah. um. There's a lot of there's a lot of young people that are getting into it, but the vast majority of the dudes I've dealt with, when I'm buying like a specific card, especially like the older LeBron cards that I buy, mm-hmm. it's always an old guy. Yeah, I figure. That like you know this dude got the card for next to nothing, kept it perfect for whatever reason. Market slow. They didn't want to sell it, or maybe they believed in the card. It's kind of like a stock. Mm. I mean, you can yeah. buy an Apple stock, have it when it's 80 bucks, and then see it go to 100, you sell it, then you got friends that are like, you're crazy. I would never sell mine for 100. It's going to hit 500 one day. You might never see that one day, though. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, for the most part, it's, it's I'd say it's older people. And you don't have to deal with like a lot of the fuckery with shoes, mm-hmm. scamming and shit like that. Like It happens, but it doesn't happen as often. Mm-hmm. So that which that's kinda like the scary thing with cards when it goes to like me selling them. Yeah. I have like I have like these nightmares of like being scammed and shit. Obviously if you if you've sold more than a hundred pairs of shoes in your life uh online, mm-hmm. you've gotten scammed. Definitely. Don't I, give a fuck I who you are. My first scams I don't care so much. I, it don't matter to me. You could be whoever the fuck. Can you I got you? millions of dollars. If you're gonna you get got, you're gonna was. get got. My first one was I shipped them all together and it got lost in that Opalaka sorting facility oh. somehow. It was um, the LeBron Mango 9s, a pair of cement 4s uh, at the time, the white cements. Mm-hmm. And this is the one that hurts. A 1997 like uh, Jordan flu game leather oh. with the Nike box. The nice pair. The 97, the OG. Yeah, that shit hurt. Losing that one and having to return the money, I was just like, oh. That's the worst part. And you don't return it. They forcefully they, take they, it from me. They, I, don't, I, I didn't pleasantly give it up. It was uh, removed from my account. <laughs> no, and now nowadays, when, whenever someone tells me, yeah, I don't got PayPal, man, that's the first thing that comes into my head. Like, you were a scammer. That's why you don't have PayPal. <laughs> no, dude. You know what happened with me? I was doing eBay shoe selling way back, and they just banned me. But but like, yeah, that's in that case, yeah, there there are some not everyone scamming, yeah. but it's crazy because when someone tells me that, like at the store, mm-hmm. and it's like a customer I've been dealing with, I'll straight up tell them like, "Well, you were scamming back in the day or something." They're like, "Yeah, hell yeah, I used to scam." It was like a new thing. I never had the volume or enough. Like I like I was living close to Dolphin Mall, and that foot action and finish line were supplying me. I get the shoe there at seven in the morning. By noon, I have it sold. Like, that's as far as it went. And one time, someone, like, accused me of selling them a fake shoe. <laughs> it was the yellow... It was the fucking yellow foam posits. 2012, 13, that ketchup mustard the one. Lime. The lime. Like, yeah. And the, and the guy, <laughs> just I was just like, dude, there's no way there's fakes. Like, I was so 
and eBay and and I just I went. They don't it know. So eBay long. doesn't know what the fuck's going on. I went in it with PayPal for so long. I was just like, fuck it. They, I'm gonna charge it to my bank. And then as soon as I did that, bam. The, the worst part about it is that uh, you know you're not scamming the yeah. person. So, like, for me, I always run out of patience. It's to the point where, like, to all scammers out there, if you scam me, I don't even fight it anymore. I just, fuck it, just take that out. Because I know I'm going to spend about an hour, a lot of time, going back and forth on PayPal, going back and forth with a dumbass scammer mm-hmm. to where it's just like, I get more pissed off dealing with that. And when I know the end result. So unless like unless you're a rookie scammer and you don't know what you're doing, if I know you know what you're doing, it's like, oh yeah, he knows the method. Mm-hmm. Don't even fight it. Uh, PayPal doesn't know what the fuck's going on. eBay's even worse. And it doesn't matter if it's an eighty dollar item that they scam you for mm-hmm. or one thousand dollars. It it always just pisses you off no matter what. Especially when you prove every sort of authenticity that you can, like yeah, the bank best transactions, receipts, like yeah, the best is when uh, PayPal tells you, yeah, um, you can't use a photo as evidence. <laughs> like, you okay. do with them more extensively than I do. They got they told you that, like, you can't bro, use I've a photo. been told that <laughs> so many times. Like, you, you can record yourself body cam waking up in the morning, saying, "Oh, I, I got this new sale on eBay." Taking the shoe to USPS, printing the label, having the person package it up, recording this whole thing, send the package out, person receives it. You have the video proof that you sent it out. PayPal, when you go and tell them, oh, look, I got video. I strapped a camera to my chest Mm -hmm. because I had a feeling this guy was going to do that. PayPal tell you, yeah, I mean, that could be altered or edited. Then it's like, okay. So then at that point, anybody could just do this. So mm-hmm. there's some people out there that if they get scammed, they go and then they scam someone else. It's like you're at the end of the day, you're you're part of the problem. You get me? You're mm-hmm. still doing what was done to you. That's not going to fix anything. At the end of the day, it just you went from minus 400 because you got scammed to maybe now breaking even because you scammed someone else. Yeah, on a, on a, on a relatively like bad basis of like having that much bad karma in your life i just wouldn't understand why and back in the day like fake shoes where it was the most things i'm like you're really buying all that fake shit having alibaba send it to you (laughs) in a month and then trying to flip it that's all a business (laughs) bro but when you have like i guess when you're that person that obviously you need a scam to make money Mm -hmm. and you're just not good at what you're doing you go to those lengths to try to make a few bucks. You no, know, those were the days where like these like faceless IG accounts had like breads, bread elevens in June. Yeah, bro, <laughs> trust me, I've been there, man. Where it's like, ah, I just got scammed. I'm, I want to revenge scam somebody, mm-hmm. and it's like, ah, it's the same shit. Yeah. If I do it, I'm, I feel like I'm just as bad as the person that did it to me. So fuck it. I just take it on the chin, and I always tell myself like, luckily I'm in a position where like now I'm okay if that happens. Mm-hmm. I don't need. You know, you scam me for a five hundred dollars shoe. I don't need to go and get that five hundred dollars back. You know, four or five years ago, seven years ago, ten years ago, sure, when I had nothing. Mm-hmm. That that's different. So, and and I feel like imagine, I feel like that's what ca- continues the scamming, because if everyone's just revenge scamming, when's it ever gonna stop? Because now the person clear. you just revenge scammed. 
they're thinking revenge scam. So it's that's what I love about the whole card community. I know that's why we got into the whole mm. scamming topic. But that's kind of like what I what I like most about the card community. When I sell a thousand dollar card, if I sell it through PayPal or eBay or something like that, I don't do it because I know that the possibility can happen. Mm-hmm. But as far as like, if you were to tell me, "Yo, would you ship out a hundred shoes versus a hundred cards?" I'm shipping out the hundred cards all day. Mm. If I ship out a hundred shoes, especially if we're talking off whites, Yeezys, and shit like that, yeah. nine times out of ten, you're gonna get fucking scammed. And it's not even like worth it's not even worth being right about not being scammed. Like, oh mm. look, I didn't get scammed. Ha ha, you were wrong. It's like, okay. The methods just keep evolving anyways, right? And yeah, you're it's about like your you business. might not get got for that one shoe. Mm-hmm. But it, they might get you for the next shoe or the next four shoes. Who the fuck knows? But you think these um like cook groups and I've noticed that like since I've gotten into shoes or seen it how it's happened. It went from people helping each other to now cook groups and having either monthlies or yearly fees to get access to all these things. Yeah. You think that kind of thing encouraged that kind of behavior? Because obviously those groups get information that like the vast majority of people just don't are privy to. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I mean, I feel like if you wanted that information, you could just get it. Mm. You get me? Like, how'd you end up in that cook group? Where you like one of my friends who is like like in deep stuff put me onto it right yeah because I was asking questions exactly so, see, but but you see mm-hmm. you ask questions you didn't just say put me on yeah you get me so it's like that info is there for everybody mm-hmm. everybody the same way scamming info is there for everybody it's not hard to be a scammer you just have to have the balls to do it. I can't deal with that. Like, okay. <laughs> like to to make it, and, and I know people who do it, and so I'm just like, man, it's just like living on the edge all the time, like that. Like, yeah. I just, like, bro, I mean, can't do that. A a corporation's a different thing, uh-huh. but you're like personally from one eBay user to another, like, nah, that nine times out of ten, that person's gonna feel that. I've seen uh, I've seen people run a game on that, and like, I I get it. Like, but even now with the consoles and like not even consoles are being cooked. Like, it's, yeah. for me, it's become so unattractive. Of like, I can't buy a product no more. Uh, the the world has uh, they've turned to just flipping shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, PS Five pre order, Xbox pre order, sign me the fuck up. Cause I know there, I know that there's way, there's way more people that fuck every day mm-hmm. than there are Xboxes and PlayStation Fives being made by these companies. Meaning, there's way more kids out there mm-hmm. that need this system. But then you got to factor in all the old kids like me and you that still mm-hmm. want that shit, Who, and we have the money to get we it. We finally got the dough to be like, yeah, I want that day one console. I you want know? it the day it fucking drops. Mm-hmm. If I don't get it for retail, I'll give some dude eight hundred dollars or whatever. That's that's the that's a mentality I've seen the last four years, five years. That it's just like I don't second guess shit anymore. Mm-hmm. I just buy it, and if it doesn't sell, whatever. At the end of the day, you're for sure gonna get your bread back. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then it was like ah. You, you just you bought a horrible item like what'd you buy <laughs> it, it feels like these companies are now like all starting to do it and like you're saying with the nike thing it kind of makes it weird where like 
I, I kind of want a steady price for my product. And I want that price to come from the manufacturer. Yeah. Not for them to get a whiff that they've made a, a, a good product and people want it now. Yeah. Um, for them to just increase the the price in a way where it damages for the consumer. Because like you, you live in that margin too. Like yeah. you live in the margin whatever Nike decides and um whatever quantities they make, right? So. Which is scary too, because what if they just stop giving a fuck? Mm-hmm. What if they were just like, yeah, you know what? Because mo- most of these people that are, like, most of us that are buying stuff, if the margins were to double, we c- couldn't buy it anymore. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, you got 10 pairs of those shoes because they're $200. If there were 400, how many people could still get 10? Mm-hmm. If there were 600, how many people could still get 10? Sure. The first release, you might be able to get that 10. But what about seven days later when another shoe comes out? You got, you got the 600 again? Mm-hmm. Eventually, you, those nine times out of 10, people are just going to go dry. Or if it's not something that's selling right away because everyone's price is the fucking same, then it's like, what do you get? Then it turns into a holding game. Shout out to StockX. Which, <laughs> big shout out to StockX. CockX. Fucking. Go and StockX, what they're doing is crazy. But yeah, like, it's interesting. It's in, it would be interesting to see how things would play out if uh, Nike w- was to do that. Like, oh, you know what? We see all you guys buying these shoes for resale every day. We see you making careers for people. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. We want all this money for our family, for the Nike family. But... Isn't isn't aren't don't we determine what's cool and also what has value? Like with the unions that that, that I hate sneaker Twitter, but like I love yeah. being on Twitter and I, I just that circle of like nah that shit's ugly. Okay, I'm kind of feeling this. All right, who's got a size? Whatever. I'm like I'm. It's such a meme now. Yeah. But isn't it just because it's limited, right? So like if we remove, if it's limited now because of a price barrier. That's not that's like luxury almost, isn't it? Because like yeah. Louis Vuitton stuff is limited, but it's also not accessible for most. You think Nike could have the potential to do that? I mean, not every shoe is a Travis Scott shoe, right? No, but all these shoes sell. So obviously they wouldn't they wouldn't raise the price on like uh like a regular Jordan three mm-hmm. that like people didn't really give a fuck about versus that fragment three that just came out, you get me. So like, how much was the retail on the fragment three? I want to say it was the same shit, like two hundred, okay. two fifty maybe, because mm-hmm. fragment. Um, but yeah, if you were to compare the fragment three to a Katrina three, mm-hmm. right? When the Katrina three came out, that shoe was two hundred twenty dollars, basically retail everywhere. Could have fucking went on Flight Club and got that shoe for two fifty. That's what tells you it's not really going for much. Mm-hmm. You fast forward a year later, however long it's been, that shoe's four hundred dollars, three hundred, three fifty. Yeah, I remember that colorway not really being a big sale. If before jo- it was a sample or whatever that's exactly. Was. So like, the day of that shoe dropping, if Nike came out and was like oh, on the sneakers app, yeah, retails three hundred, people would still buy it, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't sell as much, as many pairs as a uh, Fragment Three being three hundred dollars mm-hmm. on a release date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. That's the part where it's like they would pick and choose, you know, those union fours, 
nobody would have gotten for $200. Mm-hmm. If Nike was to just be like, yeah, we want all this money for ourselves. They're going to pay. People would still pay for that union for $400, $500. I would pay that because it's a $1,000 shoe. But haven't they tried those experiments before? I remember like specific Jordan 4, like premium they ones. They all sold out. Really? <laughs> those fucking the ugly, ugly the yeah, bro. Are like pony hair. Yeah, the thing. the snake skins and the. I think the blue ones didn't sell out. Uh huh. So even so, those sold. Yeah, and and that snake skin one yeah. is still to this day maybe like seven hundred dollars or more. <sighs> I thought those the were black ones failed. are like five plus. They oh. did they oh, did some shit. Jordan ones. Mm-hmm. Like bro, yeah, people would. You always have that crowd that is like, I have this and you don't. That's true. That's what I think that, like, I tell my mom all the time, like, yo, I honestly think I'm going to be 60, 70 years old selling shit that, like, kids want. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're 13 to 25 years old, you're going to want this. Because in your world, you need it. Mm-hmm. You get me? It gives and you an advantage, and it keeps you young, too, because you're constantly plugged it does, in. It does a bunch of shit for mm-hmm. people. There's, there's people, bro, obviously, imagine... I see all types of people at the shop. So I've seen kids go from struggling to buy one or two, three pairs to now they're doing their reseller thing. They have every shoe that they could want or whatever that they could they could pretend to buy on mm-hmm. Instagram. And you could just tell there's someone else when they post on their story. It's mm-hmm. like everything's a flex. And it's like, bro, I know you. you like I deal with you so much. That I know that this is all like bullshit. But they get something out of that. Man. You get me? And then it's like, I don't know. I look, I don't erase social media posts. And I've I've scrolled back to when I was heavy shoe dude. There's just so much posting of product that today I'm just grossed out by. Now I don't even do like, that for anything. Th- for the cards, like mm-hmm. I didn't want to mix that with my personal page. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what, I'm going to... St- just start a card Instagram and I have an Instagram page which is nothing but cards, sports mm-hmm. cards, Pokemon, whatever the fuck, trading card games. I started buying all type of shit, Dragon Ball Z cards, Pokemon, anything that I feel like is going to have a value, mm-hmm. I just buy it. And bro, I've gotten fucking, I've gotten DMs from friends, DMs from family, DMs or, or text messages from family like, what are you doing? Why are you buying cards? It's mm-hmm. so dumb. This isn't that. It's like, bro, I've, probably i've done uh different interviews and like podcasts and shit like Mm -hmm. that for friends and just to go on there and support and talk shit and i always tell myself bro i would sell g-strings i would sell nail clippers i would sell lawnmowers whatever the fuck i could Mm -hmm. sell if it's selling i'm gonna sell it so with the with the cards once i saw it was like something that was popping off it's like all right i'll throw a few thousand in there what's the difference between doing that and going to the casino Mm-hmm. If I'm wrong, I lose the money. If I'm right, <laughs> I make the money. <clears throat> that's that's so, so true. I I feel that when uh, when I saw you do it, I was like, okay, there's financial potential here. But a lot of people's feeling would be just as that. It's just like cards yeah. feel like a novelty. Like when I was a kid, exactly. I had every card game possible. But that's because look at the era we were in. And so now, like cards. Even I was looking at it in that sense of just like, why did we give this value now? Was my thought. Yeah. Because I see guys like you do it, and you know all the all the crew, and I'm just like, do we just give shit value and then just flip it? I'm like, like, I honestly think is once once social media gets a hold of it, 
aka cards. Mm-hmm. Once they got a hold of cards, and then you got you got some guys like Gary V that's been talking about sports cards, baseball cards, going forever. back years now, mm-hmm. where he called all of this shit, or he was he strongly believed in yeah. it, and then look, he he was right, <clears throat> you know. Um, so yeah, once once mainstream, I guess mainstream equals social media nowadays. Mm-hmm. Once mainstream gets gets a hold of it, forget about it. Like everyone wants to be posting what's hot because then it's like if you're not posting what's hot what are you posting and it's also it's it's what's um what's hot uh to you yeah and how and how that flex like goes i think as we've all evolved on social media it's like you kind of still want to show but you don't want to be like how it used to be like here's my hand here's your shoe here yeah i just bought it but there bro I I know people. I'm friends with people that they love doing that. Still, <laughs> yes, yes. It's like it's not even a flex to them. It's just they really like whatever it is that they're into, and they kind of haven't separated away from it emotionally. So, like wow. for me, shoes <laughs> like I don't give a fuck about shoes anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll buy a shoe. I won't look at it for months. Then there's that one shoe every now and then I buy it, I have to look at it as soon as I get it. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, nah, when I was younger, it was like, I needed to sleep with the shoes on or something stupid. You get me yeah. to like, oh my God, I love shoes. Now it's more like, it's just money. It's just, it's just something I'm going to buy to make money. I'm not going to be one of these people that's just like, I have to prove to you that I still love shoes. Like It's not like that for me anymore. Mm-mm. And I feel like that's why I don't care to like, post product pictures and all this other shit we have a a mutual friend in the in the netherlands Mm -hmm. and uh, we we talk a lot about that stuff and and it finally got to him that he's like should sell some of it and yeah bro shout out to him too his Mm -hmm. his food his food posts are always so colorful (laughs) out there i don't know i gotta go over there and eat some food man i'm making i already told him next year when the when the it opens up i want to head over yeah it should be making me feel like I dropped acid or something. It's just colors, colors, mm-hmm. colors. Every Life. plate. Every, yeah. And then every, everything. Just same thing when my cousin uh, lived out in Germany. Um, he would post pictures. He would send me. A, it could be the, the simplest thing. A fucking grocery store or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, everything just looks so, mu- so much more vibrant out there. But yeah, man. it's People realize, you yeah. know? Like, you don't need so much of something. And And I think... Like, if we've been in the game just probably just as long, mm-hmm. but like, I've had everything. That's another thing, too. There's, like, what else have I needed in this thing? Yeah, like, I see so many people that will rebuy a shoe that they once had. So, for example, today, I just did that. I had this shoe. I rebought one recently. I sold it. And then today, I was like, you know what? I want that shoe again. I bought it. <laughs> But bro, I I could tell you I know people that they do that shit every day. It's like, bro, you just sold this shoe like three weeks ago. Yeah, I regret it. It's like, yeah, that's the that's the emotional part of it that is just like I move on. Mm-hmm. Like I know that there's gonna be something else, whether it's this or that or whatever. I, I think what happens with let's say, so now I'm regretting stuff because I've had it, but I realize you know what I've always liked that in my fits. Like I miss royal ones now. Yeah, yeah. Like, now it's it's just man. it's horrible time to want. Yeah, those. but I've had them. I've had them twice. Yeah, but I don't even remember why I got rid of them. Probably to get yeah. something else always. Yeah. But now I'm at an age where I was just like, you know what? Some of these pieces I sold when I was younger, 
I kind of still love them the same. So I kind of yeah. went back in on the SOP boots. I went back on the And you know why trainers. I think that happens? Because a lot of us that are into shoes mm-hmm. and bullshit, we don't have the, 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 the stream of money to keep covering the shit that we're buying. No. So if you're giving up product A to get product B, mm-hmm. you need to understand you're still in love with product A. Mm-hmm. You just made that sacrifice. But once product A is on homeboy's foot one day, you're mm-hmm. going to see it and be like, damn, you know, what, I remember when I had mine. Now what, I want them again. What, gets, what got me, though, and I think I've, every, all my shoe people will tell me, there's just a, a point, and I'm sure you have to manage it, where the game, is just it just got too fast for me, and I was like, I'm off this train, dude. Yeah. Once sneakers happened. Yeah, because when I first met much. you, you would get every shoe every that came out. Thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, especially if it was a black shoe, you'd buy it for yourself. <laughs> Dude, but it's like, I had a storage unit. Like, I was deep. Now, <laughs> now they're hanging around in this room somewhere. You don't even see yeah. them. Like, it, that's how few things I have now. It's crazy, man. Maybe, like, oh, uh, two months ago or something like that, I, I took, like, 150 pairs or something like that to the store and sold it directly to the store. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have just sold it myself, made one full fucking one. whatever. I was mm-hmm. like... Just get them out of the fuck. Get them out of my house, man. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't need all of these items. Like that's all it was at that point. Like shoes that I bought, and I was like, holy fuck! I thought I sold all of yeah. these. Because sometimes I get lucky, I'll get two or three pairs or mm. whatever. Or if I believe in a shoe, I'll try to buy like a fucking five, ten clip and just hold them, mm-hmm. sell off some, hold some. Oh Trade damn, bait. the shoes a thousand mm-hmm. lit. I remember the first pair I sold was four hundred. So like to kind of combat. FOMO mm-hmm. when it comes to like high prices, it happens with every shoe, bro. A Travis Scott today is five hundred. Next year will be a thousand. So if you sell yours today, please. I don't want to hear about when you had that shoe. I don't want to hear about oh I had it for this price. Like yeah, everyone goes through it. The only we- time I have a story like that and why I don't get mad at it was because I had a fragment one. Size 13, and I just gave it to my friend for retail. He, if he still has that shoe, he still does. Yeah, he and even then, and he knows the price, he knows what they go for. That's now. a homie, man. I, I got him the shoe gallery raffle for him. Oh, lit. So, uh, former Simpson up in Tampa. Yeah, so I won it. I was just like, for me, if I know you, I can't tax. Like, if I know you, yeah, I, I, it's like the karma thing with shoes. Mm-hmm. But I also got stories of like kids I don't know. I, I had those go gold way of weights, the first gold ones. That yeah, that people were going crazy. For. This kid at Shoe was like four hundred off your feet. I was like, have them, dude. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck this it. shit. Right. I've I, sold a few <laughs> shoes off my feet before. <laughs> That's usually when you get that price, you're like, whoa. <laughs> I gotta with, find something with else. With a homie, somewhere. I can't rip them off. I can't. But if it's a stranger, yeah. Have no, man, bro. It. <laughs> I, I mean, I used to be like that also, but now at volume now man i mean even it'll be tough for me to even sell a shoe to my mom or my little sister at a good price why bro the the nowadays every all your friends Mm -hmm. first of all they're only gonna want shit that's fire 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 they're not gonna want bullshit they're never gonna come to you and be like yo did you get those what the fours today i Mm -hmm. really need a pair they always need the off-white, the Yeezys, the fragments, the, the this, the Sakai's. Like, I don't sell that shit to my homeboys. Mm-hmm. If I do, it's because I've been sitting on it. And if they're 600, I give it to you for like 550 or something. Mm-hmm. But I paid 200 or 300, so I really don't give a fuck. Yeah. But 
Because nine times out of ten, most people don't want the shit that they're trying to buy from you. They're just mm. trying to make money. So it's like, why don't I just make that money for myself? Damn. Especially if if I've already sold you something two or three times, mm-hmm. and then I see you, you didn't even like pretend to fuck with it. You just wore it once and then immediately sold it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I could have just sold that myself. So years ago, bro, I told like, I don't even tell my friends. They they probably just already know. Like, yo, I'm not gonna ask George for a shoe or whatever. He's just going to tell me full price. And when I ask a friend for mm-hmm. something, which is dumb rare, if ever, yeah, I'd rather just go and buy it myself because I want you to make your money. Mm-hmm. You obviously bought the shoe to make money. People don't really buy shoes because, oh my God, I want them. Like The people I'm dealing with, my yeah, friends, like <laughs> they're fucking flipping shit, man. Yeah. So it's like... And then I try to I try to tell myself, okay, yeah, this guy doesn't really flip shoes, so I'm gonna hook him up. And then he flips them. It's like you don't need to be a flipper, yeah. a shoe reseller, a flipper, whatever you want to call. It. You don't need to be that person to understand that you could turn four hundred to six. Mm-hmm. So the combination of me regretting what I'm gonna sell for five hundred when it <clears throat> when it's done a thousand, mm-hmm. coupled with the fact that it's like you're gonna sell it anyways, fuck that. Like, like I a, just, I tell people straight up, don't ask me, man. I'm going to want full price. And even then, I'm probably not even, like, selling the shoe mm-hmm. just because I I have that hunch that you're just going to want to sell it. So, fuck it. At that point, I just sell it. I, I hate that. I mean, but also, you're you're kind of running in, like, a, in a, between daily and yesterday, you're running, like, in, like in, a, in a circle of thieves, essentially. Bro. Where, where like, you all want to come up. And none of you are wrong for thinking that. <laughs> it's crazy though because like, like I know I obviously you you work with your friends or you mm-hmm. work with your coworkers if you don't work with your friends. But at my store, I work with my friends. Borden, you know, they're all my boys. We're already close. For me, it's it's more like I know what you like and what you don't like, and this and that. So it's kind of like all of them just want everything. And I understand because mm. I was once that age. I mean, they're on their early 20s. I wanted everything. I would buy something and then 10 minutes later want something else. So I understand. That's yeah. why it's, it's it's more like, yo, I know you want this, but you also just bought this. And two days ago, you also bought this. So No. That's my uh, 2012 through 2015. And imagine, at that store, mm-hmm. at those stores, yeah. a fire item comes in every hour, every fucking hour. So it might be your size, it might be the next employee size, it might be the next... Like The, the shop at the end of the day has to produce sales and mm-hmm. it has to... It's a business at the end of the day. But, um, but yeah, I feel like they know the guys that work at the shop. They know their limits and all that stuff. And sometimes we're like, "You can't, you can't get this for cost or something <laughs> like that." You know? I remember for the You're like, oh, we have to at least let us make fifty bucks or whatever. <laughs> that that way we we feel some some type of for, way. For the vlog episode. All I remember when they asked, there was a segment where they were asking for what they wanted for Christmas, and they all wanted the Alien three eighties. And they were oh just, yeah, yeah, they were just all like, "Please, George, please, Jonathan, <laughs> let me get it for retail." What's crazy? <laughs> you see how they wanted that shoe? 
that's probably one of the most rarest Yeezys to drop in the last fucking the last calendar year. Really, the three eighty, the first colorway, the glow oh, yes. in the dark oh. one, that one, and the and the V three seven hundred. I don't mm-hmm. even know the, the names the of these Azrael, shoes anymore. Azrael, yeah. whatever the fuck that shoe that shoe is maybe like seven or eight hundred dollars now, and the alien shit is. Has to be five hundred plus. They haven't been producing a lot of the three eighties. I haven't seen a lot of people with those, right? Nah, and they've only done a few colors too. The last two have been eh. They did like a blue and it looks like the thing from Fantastic Four. It's like blue the and fuck? then like orange around it and shit. Is there a black colorway yet? You know that's all I care about. Nah, I don't think so. There's a black V three. Well, like, what's the V? Th- oh, but those are the, the, the glow in the, and they uh, glow in the dark somehow. I don't know. Oh, so that means, oh, those are the ones that Andrew has. I've seen those. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I complimented those, but but I was like, oh, they cost that much now. Oh, but like, look, I'm these good. are the 380s. Like, they're all these type of colors. Yeah, it's not that that clay thing on the top. <laughs> you're right. That is basically. And then they do the whole reflective thing, and uh... so when a black one comes out, that's what you're gonna hear from me because I have no interest in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> those are so, those are ugly. <laughs> and these are the alien prices now. They're like five hundred bucks. What's up with that? Uh, thirteen and a half, fourteen and a half Adidas. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't ever make those. Oh, they just they don't exist. Like they they make those them like player PE sizes. I've we've had thirteen and a half, so they definitely do exist. But mm-hmm. they're dumb hard to get. It's kind of like a Nike twelve and a half. I've seen the market and thirteen and a half. Like you see them, but yeah. after size eleven and a half, they don't really make half sizes. When I got into flipping, I started noticing that everything above 13, mm-hmm. I, and I never thought it was that way, um, just because of how rare they are, especially the half sizes. Now? I guess because, I mean, so many, like now, what I've noticed in the last year is uh, NBA players, mm-hmm. they want every fucking shoe. Have they always been that way? No. Like, like. I feel like now there's more more of an emphasis on like if you're a ball player you gotta have drip like you gotta have all these new yeah. exclusive shoes and shit like that like back in the day there was a there was they could only dress a certain way. Oh, we're talking off. back and yeah, that's true. Compared to now, it's yeah. like yo, all these young kids coming out of coming out of college and shit, nineteen, twenty years, they all want to be known for the fits. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that all come to the store. It's not like. The veteran players and yeah. stuff like that. You get me? It's the, it's the younger kids. These dudes are nineteen years old, with millions of dollars, or or they're going to be making mm-hmm. millions of dollars, and they know that. Yeah. Or they have an advance, or they have whatever their however their shit works. Where it's like they have the money to spend, they're spending it. And then obviously social media. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't be Zion Williamson and not have whatever shoe. Can't be raggedy. You get me? So. Yeah. Either your stylist is going to go to the store or go to a store and find the shit for you, or you just already want it. It, it works. I didn't, I don't watch much basketball, but I didn't know who Tyler Hero, mm-hmm. Hero was until I saw him on your stuff. Okay. So now that I've been uh, like haphazardly like seeing the heat and then yeah. he's a player and yeah, I was like, he's, oh, he's hooping. That's cool. But yeah. like, imagine you also don't want to be dripping in a bench rider. Like, Right? Yeah, so I, I mean, it goes. They're trying to create brands now, right? The NBA players are trying to be super band, brand centric now, so that's good for him. Yeah, like that he was set up like that. I see. I see. Also, now obviously, uh, it's been a few months now, so I guess it's gonna be that way for however long. But um, uh, the bigger size stuff is what's selling for more money now. Mm-hmm. So, a few months ago, let's say before Corona or all twenty nineteen. 
If you had a seven through eight and a half, nine, forget about it. The price was always more. A nine would cost less than an eight and a half, Mm -hmm. than an eight, than a seven and a half, and so forth. Now it's like, oh, after 10 and a half, the 11, Mm -hmm. 11 and a half is more. 12 is more. 12 and a half is more. 13 is a little less than 12 and a half. And then 13 and a half is a crazy fucking price. Mm -hmm. So I started realizing that. I'm like, okay, sure enough. All these sellers, because there's there's regulars at the store where Mm -hmm. they have their connects and they get every shoe that comes out. They went from buying all the small sizes to now buying all the big sizes. Mm -hmm. It's just a market. And then that gets me to think, who is wearing all these big-ass fucking sizes? The athletes. And every day, there's a new person on Instagram that's like, the athlete supplier. Oh, I just sell to athletes. And that those people all need big sizes. So that's that's kind of like my take on it. I'm like, okay. I see more basketball players now posting and just wanting shoes, buying shoes now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And then also now the market is reacting to that. Like, can't be a secret there. And you most s- of the times it's that easy. It, it wasn't such a physical emphasis before because of social media. But you're right now, all these guys... Every every moment of them counts. Yeah, I mean they're being for now. There's a there's an Instagram page called League Fits. So when you're walking into uh, the game, like into the arena, they they're taking come, pics of you. Yeah, and then they're having like these awards now, where like uh, Bleacher Report does Sneaker King and uh, Off the Court uh, Drip King and all this other shit, where it's like. If you're a 19 year old, 20 year old player like Shy Alexander Giltress who just won for best fits or whatever, you you care about that. Obviously, like mm-hmm. it's you you're being recognized for having the best fits in a league full of people that are all millionaires. They could all buy the same shit you have, mm-hmm. and some of them could buy a tenfold. Yeah. Yet your fits are the best. Like that's saying something. You get me? But when you have the competition is uneven, let's say like a lot of people, they go crazy when they see PJ Tucker posts like a crazy shoe. Mm-hmm. Then you have those people that go, that ain't shit. He's a millionaire. Who gives a fuck? Like he's posting a $5,000 shoe that he could buy 30 pairs of and not feel it. But there are those people that are like, nah, give him his props. That shit's hard to find. This isn't that. And then you have just a bunch of people that just don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's just like, oh, cool. He's, You know, because I feel like if I'm an NBA player and I wanted to be known for having the best shoes, I could just buy a bunch of pairs and then compete with PJ Tucker. No one has done that. Mm -hmm. League full of millionaires. Like, it's obvious they don't care for it. You know, he's going out, he's buying like these PE specifics and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And yes, stuff like that will drive the market up, especially on that size, because if now... You're one of PJ Tucker's peers and you're trying to even keep up with him. Mm-hmm. Not even like, oh, I want to compete with you. I just want to buy what you be buying. There's demand now for that size. And he's a size 13. He's a size 12, whatever the case may be, 14. So earlier in the year, you saw Nike SB on all these basketball players. I wanted to talk. I wanted to, I've been wanting to bring that up. Like, dude, you've been buying SBs just probably as long as I have since we yeah. were kids. When have you ever seen a size 15 Nike SB? Never. 
Never need it. I've camped out at fucking MI Escape Shop so many times. They don't ever give you higher than a 13 for a, for a size option. Mm-hmm. How the fuck does LeBron have Ferris Bueller SBs? Then all of a sudden, that shoe's now $1,000. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like Travis Scott now wearing SB after SB. He's a normal person size, yeah. I'd assume. But things like that matter. You know, Travis Scott wears something. They're going to want to so say, you see NBA players mm-hmm. start posting fits with SBs. Yeah. And then that's the first thing I ask myself, like, how the fuck does LeBron have a Nike SB? It's a size 16. I've never seen that. You struggle to see 13. So mm-hmm. I feel like Nike knows what they're doing at, the, at that point. I could they're, be wrong. Um, I could be right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter. There's a, I've been watching a lot of skateboard uh, stuff. Because I've been playing Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. and there's a skateboarding podcast that's really interesting, uh, the Nine Club that interviews like all the famous dudes, mm-hmm. and so they interview some guy who owns skate shops, and he talks about in the segment how Nike SB is ruining skateboarding because of these releases. So this is recent. Yes, it was um, four months ago when he posted okay. the video, <clears throat> and um, basically the the gist of it is, you know how Nike sells to retailers, right? That yeah. Process. Well, a skate shop isn't conditioned for that weight, the same way Champ Sports would be, or your store would be, <laughs> or Unknown would be. So their clientele is supposed to be local people who are trying to get skate shit, right? That community thing that, that skateboarding is really big about. Yeah, not so, resellers. It's people that actually wear yeah, their shit. You know, and my like, skate shop, when it was there, it was not primarily to buy dunks. Nah. You know, it's to supply the community. So what they're running into is like, well, what accounts have SB? Skateboarding accounts. These stores are now being, you know, like to buy a lot more shoes to I promise very can. little of these hot high end ones. Yeah. And now they have to carry apparel and all that stuff. So like the Oh, small, I get it, I get it, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like that yeah, giant like, wave is hitting skate shops where yeah. like that's still a community that isn't Nike Adidas only. Yeah. Right. You can get small brands and small businesses. But now these Travis Scott having and the big push I've seen for SBs you know, they're all suffering because now people are just like hyping only that product and yeah. not getting the slip that makes it money. I, I think that's where, where when stuff like that happens, that's where the eight letter word mm. comes comes from the fucking depths of wherever that owner doesn't want to, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to be that store. I don't want to be like those stores, but mm-hmm. they have to open that back door because if you don't pay for all the merchandise that now they're forcing mm-hmm. you to buy in order to get 15 pairs of fucking whatever collab SB is coming out, mm-hmm. you're fucked. Yeah. So now you're going to buy God knows how much. Let's say it's 20 grand. <clears throat> like you said, these skate mm-hmm. shops, they're not conditioned for that. Yeah. It's different. 20 grand for daily and 20 grand for a skate shop is completely different. Now they have to cover that 20 grand. But they only have 15 pairs of a shoe that's going for $1,000. What do you think they're going to do? Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta sell that shoe for $750, $800. Especially when you have thousands of motherfuckers like me just there waiting. Like, please Don't sell me this work. shoe for $700. Yeah. Please. Avoid me having to sign up for raffles. I know I'm not going to win. Mm-hmm. Avoid me having to fucking be on my phone at 10 a.m. for sneakers, which I know I'm not going to win. Here's the seven hundred. I'm still gonna make three hundred dollars if the mm. shoe goes for a thousand. Give me ten. Three K off one shoe. So that's that's where it's like 
and my skate shop didn't want to do that, you either pick, you turn into that douchebag, or you say peace Mm -hmm. out to your skate shop. He he was suggesting, like, for skate shops to boycott it. And it sucks because, um, I mean, even back in the day, like, I would talk to one of the owners, Chris, from Mm -hmm. uh, MIA Skate Shop in, in the Sunny Owls location. And he, and he brought up to me when, uh, like, skate shops were now going digital, mm-hmm. where it was like they were getting killed by people online selling skate decks, 45 bucks, 40 bucks, mm-hmm. not caring because they don't have the overhead. So if you don't have to pay for a location in South Beach, you could afford to sell the deck for $10, $20 cheaper. Mm-hmm. How does MIA Skate Shop compete with that? When we live in a world where... Obviously, back then, we didn't know that, but people are more accepting to just buying shit from anybody. It does not matter anymore. You don't need a legitimate store. Mm-mm. You got me? Daily could be warehouse style in a warehouse business park somewhere, and hundreds of people will still pull up to that location every day to wheel and deal sneakers, clothes, accessories, whatever the mm-hmm. case is. So once those skate shops that figured that out early, maybe they lost their store already yeah. and just converted. That's where it was like, and my skate shop could have sold us those shoes back door and mm-hmm. people would have paid it, but they didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, th- it sucks, but it is what it is, man. The game is the game. Shout out Skrill. <clears throat> the game is the game. It's, it's, it's just unfortunate because I've seen in like, let's say, I've gotten back into into guitar mm-hmm. market stuff, and <clears throat> you can see the losses of 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 what you deemed is worthy of a lot because I've never realized how much companies control those things, and it's it's for guitar stuff. Let's say like the high end stuff takes like a year to manufacture. Mm-hmm. You know what people do? They'll sell off their customs because it takes my custom is going to come come in earlier than the one you want. 